One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight hundred and eighty-nine things to talk about with Alyssa and Julia. Welcome to this week's May episode. This is a special episode, as last time our episode got cut short, so we're kind of doing a continuation of that. Which, if you weren't here last week or you don't listen to our podcast, we were talking about sort of Q and A questions and answers. Because we're Seattle locals, and maybe you're new here. If you just moved to Seattle, or you don't live in Seattle at all, and you're listening from around the world, and you want to kind of have a better idea of all the amazing stuff that there is around Seattle, we'll be answering some of those questions. And we're also going to talk a bit about sports teams because Seattle has quite a few. Most notably, the Mariners and the Kraken, which I know the Kraken has been. All over the news recently, as they're doing a lot of really cool stuff right now. Yeah, Julia, you did a great job describing everything. And basically, so our topic of the month for May is Seattle. And in this episode, it's going to be kind of special. So we're going to break it into three parts. The first part is going to be a part two of our Q and A about Seattle. The second part is going to be talking about the Seattle Manners baseball team. And the third part is going to be the Seattle Kraken hockey team, which, like Julia said, everybody is raving about right now. So we're going to go ahead and continue our Q&A. And our next question, I'll ask the question, and it's going to be, how is the traffic and transportation in, in Seattle? And Julia is going to give her opinionated answer. Traffic in Seattle. There is some pretty bad traffic in Seattle, if I do say so myself. I just don't drive there. It kind of scares me a little bit, but sometimes it's fine. It is a big city, and all major cities, as you know, have high traffic. There's a lot of one-way streets in Seattle too. That's like a really big thing for some reason. So sometimes, like, there's roads you can't go on because they're one-way roads, and it can be really confusing. Public transportation. I would say it's getting better as they are constructing light rail right now. However, the construction leads to some problems with driving through. There's a lot of construction where we live. There's a ton of construction which creates more traffic. They're literally reconstructing everywhere. It's like everywhere I drive, Bellevue, Seattle, everywhere. There's construction. They're always doing construction. I have no idea why they just are. So I would look out for that and make sure you check that. The ramps are open because they've been closing a lot of pieces of the freeways recently. There was like a big thing where they closed part of the bridge, and then there was all this traffic where we live because of that, since Mercer Island's in between Seattle and Bellevue. But traffic here can sometimes like not. It can be okay. It's not too too bad usually. However, there is like just the sort of hitches where it can be. More busy than usual. It is a big city, and all big cities will have traffic, but it's definitely not like the traffic you're gonna see in like Boston or New York level yeah, of like bad or L. A. L. A. Traffic is awful. It honestly depends on the day, but I think it could be worse compared to L. A. And we have about two minutes left of this section, so we have two questions left. So we're gonna try to hit each one in about one minute. And now, Julia, you can ask me the next question about Seattle. Is the food great or is it just okay? I think this is important to consider. Yeah, I mean, food is a major part of everybody's lives. You know, it's something that we need to continue living. 
And I think that in Seattle, it's pretty okay. It really depends on the place that you go to. Some are a lot better than others. I just went to the Ivor Salmon House, which I didn't know existed. It's in a place far in Seattle, and they had really cool foods. And I would say if you're into seafood, then Seattle is a great area for you because we are near the Puget Sound and there is a lot of different fish and crab and everything that people eat. So I would say if you are a seafood person, then you're in the right spot. And if you like other food, just typical American food, then I would say you can pretty much find that in any other major city. So the last question that we're going to answer is, are we going to stay here for the rest of our lives? And I'll answer this one first. So I am a big sucker for the sun. So I will most likely move somewhere warm where I can enjoy hopefully the beach, but just mainly the sun when I'm older. Julia, do you have any plans? I think for college, I'll go somewhere else. I might come back depending on what happens because it would be easier to stay closer to family but it really depends on just where I go and what I want to do in the future. I I really enjoyed some of the aspects of Seattle. However, it is really gloomy and cloudy often, and I love the sun and I love the beach. My favorite place on earth is probably San Diego, so end goal would be ending up there somehow. But for now, I mean, I'm probably going to stay here, obviously, until college. College, I'll probably go to California because I love California, and then Depending on what happens next, we'll see where I end up because I think I want to do more education. So we'll just see what school I end up going into for grad. I would say ditto to everything you said about California and San Diego because those are great areas. I absolutely love it. And that was a great way to end our five minutes talking about part two of Seattle Q&A. And now on to the Seattle Mariners. So I am not the biggest baseball fan. I enjoy going to the games. However, I'm bad at keeping up with the team and their progress. So I am not completely sure of what their season record is right now. Julia, if you have any more knowledge about that. But I personally just don't keep track of how many wins and losses they have. I just know that they're doing pretty good. And I believe that their season is still going on. Yeah, their season is still going on. I don't know much about them either. I've never been to one of their games before. I'm not huge, like, watch sports fan. I'm more of a play sports person. Mm -hmm. But I, I believe, I know they won the last game that they played. I did hear that on the radio, actually. Oh, kind of, funny. <laughs> kind of funny. But I, I know they won that, and they have another game coming up. However, I do not know if they will win that one. They've been doing better, though, recently. Last year, they made major improvements. I think for a long time, there's been sort of the joke that the Mariners isn't very good, but then they've been making so much more like advancements. You kind of have to drop that joke now as they're getting <laughs> a lot better. One of my favorite parts of going to the games is doing the seventh inning song, the Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and which is really weird because in our radio class recently, our teacher Joe played that song for us, and it was written by a man on a piece of paper and pencil, and at the time, he wasn't even trying to create a super famous song. He was just writing a song because he loved baseball. I don't remember specifically if it was written for somebody, 
Uh, I know that he was a fan, and he just wanted to express his love for the sport. So he wrote it, and lo and behold, it is super famous. It is played at every single Mariners baseball game, if not every baseball game in the world. And it's become a really fun tradition, and that's one of the only parts of baseball that I actually understand and look forward to when I'm at the games, because I understand the basics of baseball, But when it comes to the rules and the specific different regulations and, you know, if they're out or if they got home run, like, I am not completely sure about all the rules. I know that baseball also is really long, which I have no... My attention span is completely just gone. It does not exist. So for me, if I were to watch a baseball game, I think I would lose focus or patience with it. I like quick sports. I play a fast sport. So it's for me, I I prefer sports that are a lot faster and baseball just doesn't happen to be one of those. So it's not something I have watched or really kept tabs on. Yeah. And a lot of people in Seattle are kind of similar to that. I think the well, recently the rules got changed so that the Mariners games or all baseball games in general in the MLB go quicker because a lot of people just do not have the patience to sit through over three-hour games. So they changed the rules, and now a lot more people, I think, are paying attention to it because, you know, it doesn't drag on for however long it used to. And there are a lot of fans, and even if people aren't huge diehard baseball fans, they still enjoy going to support their hometown team. And the Seattle Mariners, they actually play at the T-Mobile Park. So it's pretty close to other things in downtown Seattle. There's a lot of things to do, like we mentioned in the Hot Spots for Tourists episode, which you should go check out. And um, I'm just going to say some of my favorite memories from going to the baseball games. I loved wearing the like my brother's oversized hats because my brother's only one year older than me, but he's always been like taller and bigger in general. So all of his clothes and hats and anything that I would wear would just look ridiculous on me. But it was so funny because I was not a huge sports girl, so I didn't have any jerseys and like sports hats of my own. So I think it was pretty fun when my sister and I would play dress up in my brother's, you know, sports gear. That does sound fun. Um, baseball hats. I, I, all the girls would always steal guys' baseball hats. Exactly. I remember that from elementary school. That's like a core elementary school memory. I don't know why that was a thing, but like I think baseball hats kind of got trendy for a bit. So they'd wear their baseball hats, and then some girl would like take it off and wear it for the rest of the class until they freaked out that the guy had like gross germs hats. Exactly. So funny. Well, moving on to the Seattle Kraken. I mean, I just don't think that they can get enough praise from all the Seattle citizens. I think people that aren't even huge hockey fans, like more so than baseball for the Mariners, anybody who doesn't know a thing about hockey, they will like jump to buy tickets and go to the games. And I mean, it does depend on the person, you know, not every single person is going to be willing to pay that much money for sports because... I'm not even sure how much money it costs to go to a Kraken game. They're expensive, I've heard. Hundreds, I'm sure. And Yeah, I've actually never been to a Kraken game. Um, I've been to many Mariners games in my life, and I actually think I'm going to a Mariners game tomorrow night, which I'm looking forward to. But I'm sad that I haven't gone to any Kraken games yet. Have you, Julia? No, I have not. However, my water polo coach has gone to like every single one that they've had. He'll, like, leave us, so we'll have a game, and he'll go to the Kraken game instead of our game, so we'll be with just our assistant coach, 
wondering where our head coach went playing games without him. Um, but he seems to really like them. I get sent pictures all the time. He like email us all pictures <laughs> from his games. Is like this is where I was. Here's proof that I was at a cracking game instead of just abandoning you guys. And they look really cool. They like had the lights all dimmed in some of them, and like there's cool purple hues to everything. It looks, it looks like it would be a lot of fun to go to. It really does because. You know, hockey is a really unique sport in the sense that it's one of the only sports besides figure skating that is on ice because regular sports are just on, you know, baseball fields or soccer fields or just on manicured grass um, with turf. But it's really interesting that there's kind of two sports in one. I mean, other sports, you could argue that it's running and the literal sport, like baseball. You have to know the rules of baseball, and you, I mean, depending on your position, it's pretty much running for most people. But hockey, you know, they have to be really proficient in ice skating, as well as knowing actually how to play hockey. And I think it's one of the hardest sports because of the traction. I'm, you know, I'm not a big figure skater. I only uh, ice skate, like, maybe once a year in the holiday season. But I'm just saying, like, props to those players for being so good at what they do and being able to kind of multitask in two different sports at one time, especially with the huge amount of fans that they have. I mean, I think that's so much pressure on them, and I could not imagine doing it. For being a new team, like, they're newer, they just kind of shot into popularity this year. I didn't hear about them so much last year, but this year, because they're doing so well, everybody loves them. They're just, like, the heart and soul of Seattle right now in the sports. Like, people are huge fans. I've been hearing them more about than, like, our football team. Like, people really, really love the Kraken. It has just brought the community together in Seattle overall. I think that so many people are bringing their kids even to it. And I just hope that they're still around by the time that I graduate college. And if I ever come home to visit for the holidays during college time, I hope that I'm able to actually go to a game. Because I think that right now in high school, it's a little bit busy. I'm sure that other high school students have been going to games if their family has season tickets. But I just hope that I get to go to one soon and experience the full Kraken, you know, that kind of aura. Because it looks really cool, and I'm, I'd be so excited to go. Yeah, anytime I see pictures that my coach sends us, they look so cool. Maybe I should make him buy the whole team tickets to a Kraken game to make up for all of our games he's missed. That would be a really nice um, end-of-season gift. What a fancy gift that would be. But I don't know why we don't go to a Kraken game, though. It's kind of become a running joke, though, on our team. So we'll always ask, like, how did the Kraken do? And he'll tell us if they've lost or won or something. He must know so much about the Kraken from going so many times. I know. Like, honestly, at that point, you could just pop on, um, what are those called? Roller, the ice skating blades, the shoes? Ice skates? Yeah, just put on some ice skates and he'd be a Kraken star. I think the name's kind of funny too, the Kraken. I kind of I is, like the name. It's kind of like it feels like powerful and it kind of makes people drawn to it because it's something that's kind of unique versus typical like Mariners or Seahawks, like you know those kind of sports or just typical sporty names. But I think the Kraken is cool. It's a cool name and it doesn't really relate to the mascot either. Have you seen the mascot? No. I mean, I have, but, like, it's not really 
related to the name. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know. It seems really interesting. And I wanted to announce the Seattle Kraken and the Seattle Mariners season score, but unfortunately, our phones are being faulty in the radio room, and we can't see the score, so... Hopefully, if you are at home or on the go, you can look up the season score if you're interested because I personally don't even know how they're doing, but I hope that our Seattle sports team continue to do well and that the fans aren't let down. Thank you so much for listening to this three-part episode. I know it was a little bit chaotic, but we're so happy that you could listen and we hope that you tune into the next one. Again, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Julia. Thanks for listening.